Alfred DaCosta, your host, Living For Him. What are you living for today, like right now? I am living for the Sabbath. Uh, it's coming up soon, and I want to experience it to the fullest. I think we can all agree, from whatever background you may come from, that we need a day of rest. And God knew it. That's why he created it. And he blessed it, sanctified it. And I think it's a shame that we make it such a weird thing, um, kind of like how the Pharisees did, you know, like where Sabbath is made for the man, not man for the Sabbath. It was a loose paraphrase from the Alfred version. I hope you're having a good day. I am planning on um, opening a conversation with uh, a call-in I had, which really, um, man, I I'll tell you, it's really real for me. Hey, Alfred. Michael Paul Jess here. Uh, you have to pardon me. I uh, have the flu, so I sound like, uh, well, like I have the flu. Um, but I tell you what, your Living For Him podcast really strikes a chord in my heart. Um, because I too have, uh, battled fear, like, my whole life. Um, I've always been, uh, afraid of, uh, like, one thing, like, one of the biggest things, I talk to my wife all the time about my fear of confrontation. Oftentimes in a conversation, I will anticipate how it's gonna go, and I will like color or change my response based on what I think they're going to want to hear just to like avoid uh, confrontation. So, uh, now just keep it up with the podcast. Love what you're doing. Uh, cheers. Hey, Alfred, Michael Paul, Jess here. Uh, you have to pardon me. I, uh, have the flu. So I sound like, uh, well, like I have the flu. Um, but I tell you what, your Living For Him podcast really strikes a chord in my heart um, because I too have uh, battled fear like my whole life. Um, I've always been uh, afraid of, uh, like one thing, like one of the biggest things, I talk to my wife all the time about my fear of confrontation. Oftentimes in a conversation, I will anticipate how it's going to go and I will like color or change my response based on what I think they're going to want to hear just to like avoid uh, confrontation. So uh, now just keep it up with the podcast. Love what you're doing. Uh, cheers. Hey, Michael. How are you doing? I uh, know that bug has been going around and everything. Curious to know how you've been doing as of late. I know I had the chance to tune in and hear um, some of the verses you've been sharing with the music in the background, which has been awesome, and your voice sounds great, so I'm thinking you're a lot better now. Hey, Alfred, Michael Paul Jess here. Uh, you have to pardon me. I uh, have the flu, so I sound like, uh, well, like I have the flu. Um, but I tell you what, your Living For Him podcast really strikes a chord in my heart, um, because I too have uh, battled fear like my whole life. Um, I've always been uh, 
afraid of, uh, like one thing, like one of the biggest things I talk to my wife all the time about my fear of confrontation. Oftentimes in a conversation, I will anticipate how it's going to go and I will like color or change my response based on what I think they're going to want to hear just to like avoid, uh, confrontation. So, uh, now just keep it up with the podcast. Love what you're doing. Uh, cheers. I really appreciate you saying that. I feel the same way about your station as well. My show has a tendency to go in many directions, but there is a central theme in that whatever we're doing, that what we're living for may change in its immediacy in what we're doing right in front of us, but at the core, uh, whenever I say, tear the shingles off of a roof, I, I'm doing it unto God. If I am mopping or swapping the deck, I'm doing it as if I'm doing it unto God. And that changes everything as far as um, who's over me, you know, whether it's my employer. He doesn't have to come and, and uh, observe me, my every move, because... I am working like I'm working unto God as he is my employer. I am living for him. And so no matter what I talk about on the show, it all comes back to that. Hey, Alfred, Michael Paul, Jess here. Uh, you have to pardon me. I uh, have the flu, so I sound like, uh, well, like I have the flu. Um, but I tell you what, your Living for Him podcast really strikes a chord in my heart. Um because I too have uh, battled fear like my whole life. Um, I've always been uh, afraid of uh, like one thing, like one of the biggest things I talk to my wife all the time about my fear of confrontation. Oftentimes in a conversation, I will anticipate how it's going to go and I will like color or change my response based on what I think they're going to want to hear just to like avoid uh, confrontation. So uh, now just keep it up with the podcast. Love what you're doing. Uh, cheers. I want to talk about striking a chord. This is, this is something that is huge for me as well. And it's not that the temptation doesn't come any longer in 2018, but I have been more intentional about not putting up with this lie because that's what it is. And what you're about to say next is exactly what I find myself doing. I'd like to share some of the fears even recently that I've been dealing with. For me, it goes even as far as the silence in between sentences when I'm on the phone with people. It gets worse when it comes to spiritual things with God because I always want to be available to Him and I want to do His work. And so if I am available, if there's nothing filling that time slot, my answer is going to be yes. No second thought. But sometimes because of that, then the temptation for for guilt of saying no and the fear of of the what the person may think or because of my response um, paralyzes me and sends me into a strange place 
a guy asked me uh, from the church that I haven't been going to as frequently. I did go last Sabbath, but he uh, asked me to go bowling. And, you know, the place that we arrive when we let our yes be yes and our no be no is a faith step, to be honest, because I couldn't even give the guy an answer because I was thinking of all the logistics and I didn't want to let the guy down. I haven't had a chance to spend a lot of time with my family because I've been studying late. And so I try to spend time with my son and my wife. At the same time, I feel like God has put it on my heart and I don't think it's guilt because I have to work through those feelings also. But I think it really is him saying, you know, fellowship with the brethren. And so then the fear of how am I going to negotiate this with my my wife and my son and I was like well maybe I can bring them along which I actually would like to do um, if I had a choice I choose my family over the fellowship with the brethren because I don't get to spend much time with them but I really feel a guiltless pull which like I said was a already something I had to work through to see if well do I want to hang out with them because of guilt of not having been around as much or is it that I would just like to simply you know, Christ has put it in my heart. And I, I finally came to that place where I believe it's him that's put it there. And so I don't have to fear letting him down. I don't have to fear letting my family down. I don't have to fear how I appear. There's just, and so, you know, those are things I pray through and I say, Lord Jesus, do this inside of me. Because you know my heart is, um, I've made the choice to allow you to, to reign in these little dark, shady corners of my heart. And he does it, and he does it, and he does it, and he does it in all these manifold little things. And that's why I'm always saying this broken record phrase that um, it comes from Galatians 2.20 and many other verses in the Bible that talk about that I'm crucified with Christ. And I think the other day you were talking about crucifixion, um, nailing... Um, to the cross um, our sins but I am crucified with Christ and yet I live not I but Christ who lives where on my head next to me in my bedroom at the church building no Christ who lives within me not I but Christ who lives within me and um, I take that literally because you know, the things that I ought to, I don't. And I want to, but I can't sometimes. And sometimes I do well and sometimes I fail. But when I leave it to him to perform this miracle in me, I find out that my job is to say, yes, Lord, I want that. And so it's him that's performing this recreating in me. And so I experience these hundreds of miracles in a day when I say, Lord, I can't, but you can when you do this inside of me. Even when I don't feel like it, I, that is that is a miracle. Because sometimes I don't feel like doing something, but I know I ought to, but I and I want to, but I just can't get there alone. All right, Michael, I kind of went off the deep end. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Hey, Alfred. Michael Paul Jess here. Uh, you have to pardon me. I uh, have the flu, so I sound like... Uh, well, like I have the flu. Um, but I tell you what, your Living for Him podcast really strikes a chord in my heart um, because I too have 
uh, battled fear like my whole life. Um, I've always been uh, afraid of, uh, like one thing, like one of the biggest things, I talk to my wife all the time about my fear of confrontation. Oftentimes in a conversation, I will anticipate how it's going to go, and I will like color or change my response based on what I think they're going to want to hear just to like avoid uh, confrontation. So, uh, now just keep it up with the podcast. Love what you're doing. Uh, cheers. Wow. Whoa. That was way too honest, man. Let's take it back to honest anonymous, man. That was raw. That was really honest. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, so since we're being honest, Michael, I guess I'll have to say, um, I agree with you, man. That is spot on. And uh, mine is a is a slightly different colored poison. Um, I'll say that uh, for me, what I will do is because I want people to like me. Um, Heaven forbid that someone not like me. And, and and the thing is, is that I feel like it's people like that, that Christ can't do everything he wants to do through me. And so because I'm aware of that, sometimes I fall into the trap of, of going the opposite direction. And so that's something I'm dealing with, you know, at my church, because I'm a yes guy. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. So now that I realize I have this weakness, rather than allowing Christ to be the one that does this thing, I'm like, all right, now I got to say no. So I'm like, no, 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 no. So you add all those no's and yeses, and it just equals psycho. I mean, I'll say yes, even if I don't understand. Like, I'll be in class and be like, does that make sense? Yes. Someone will be telling me, hey, yeah, take a left at Boulevard and then right at First Street and then make the curve and off the exit. You ready? Yes. I don't want people to think I'm a dumb person. thing that God is showing me, though, recently is that sometimes life happens in seasons um, with things. For example, like someone I will not like you or think you're stupid. And if you can have the faith to just allow it to let it be, that the truth does come out. I mean, that's what happened with Christ. Like everybody thought that he was a blasphemer and I mean, people still think and thought that, but he wasn't worried about trying to like save his face. And so he wasn't running around. Well, no, wait, guys. No, listen. No, I am the Christ. No, seriously. I really am. No, I promise. Cross my heart. I hope to die. He was just, his father was living in his heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. So he was in the father. The father was in him. He trusted and obeyed. And so even though he would say some like parable and, and even his own disciples were like, what? He would explain it at times, but other times he just let it ride. The fact that, you know, people just thought he was crazy. But because God, God's ways are not our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts, man, Jesus trusted the Father, and he just went forward. And then um, things that he spoke about that didn't make sense, for example, about his death, just hit him in the face right between the eyes. They had that aha light bulb moment. And they were like, man, oh, yeah, he did say that. It makes sense. And so to kind of trust, and I'm, and I'm doing that, so I, I calm down when I might say something that just seems ridiculous. You know, even my pod, my, these segments I'm doing with you guys, like I, 
I go back and correct them over and over because I don't want to give you guys the wrong impression. I don't want you to think a certain kind of way about me. I want you to love me and like me. (laughs) Could you guys clap for me real quick? I'm joking. So yeah, God is good. I'll tell you what, he really is. 2018, the the year of no fear. Hey, hashtag. Okay, that was a horrible hashtag. Like, when you look at it, it looks like I'm saying yearn of ear. And that don't make no sense. So just forget it. Hey, Alfred. Michael Paul Jess here. Uh, You have to pardon me. I uh, have the flu, so I sound like... uh, well, like I have the flu. Um, but I tell you what, your Living for Him podcast really strikes a chord in my heart um, because I too have uh, battled fear like my whole life. Um, I've always been uh, afraid of, uh, like, one thing, like, one of the biggest things I talk to my wife all the time about my fear of confrontation. Oftentimes in a conversation, I will anticipate how it's going to go and I will like color or change my response based on what I think they're going to want to hear just to like avoid uh, confrontation. So, uh, man, just keep it up with the podcast. Love what you're doing. Uh, Cheers. Hey, thanks, Michael. And uh, kudos to you and your wife. Um, Man, it's awesome when... You can find something that both of you do. Um, I know I've tried to get my wife on here, and she does it a, a time or two. In fact, she does have some interest in it. But it's fun. It's fun that uh, you guys are both into this. Um, I think her station was uh, a message to men, I think. But you guys are definitely a cute couple. I think you're fairly newly wedded, if I understand that correctly. So congrats if you are, and uncongrats if you're not. And just pretend I didn't say that. But it'd be kind of fun to hear both of you guys at the same time. Uh, Maybe you've done that already. Hey, you. Hey, beautiful. Yeah, you've uh, been with me for quite some time now, and uh, I just wanted to say, um, while I love you, I also kind of hate you. You always come back. And I wanted to let you know it's it's not you. It, it, it's really me, okay? It's it's me and this just isn't going to work for us anymore. I'm just, I'm not going to say I'm sick and tired. Maybe just not in that order. Maybe I'm just sick and a little tired or very tired. But I just, you know... I'm just going to have to say goodbye, okay? No, just don't look at me like that. It's just, I can, we can't, we can't go on like this. You just, you come in here and you scare me to death. And I just, I just, I, no, don't look at me like that. No, you're doing it again. No, get, okay. I'm going to have to just say, get out of here. Go, get, yeah, no. No, this is, this has gone on long enough. I'll see you later. All right. Actually, no, no, rather, I'm, I'm going to change that. No, I, I, I'm not going to see you later. At least not in 2018. All right.